Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and our scarlet letter is B for beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we are the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading The Scarlet Letter by Nathaniel Hawthorne. And we are starting with a beer provided to us by uh, a fan. This is The Garden of Earthly Delights by Burial Beer Company. It is a it is a large boy. It is a mixed culture saison, fermented with a bunch of different shit I don't understand, and aged on <laughs> NC carrots, grapefruit, ginger, lemon, verbena, and sea salt, bottle conditioned. I haven't had a good verbena in a long time. I, I don't know what a verbena is, but I don't, this, that's like almost all foam. You got that one. <laughs> that one's for, for your homie, oh, that's homie for the homies. <laughs> <laughs> this could be really interesting or horrifically bad, but uh, the name applies because actually it's kind of a making like the, is it Hieronymus Bosch? The Garden of Earthly Delights um, yeah. painting. About like sin and shit, so makes sense. In those Puritans, they were all about the sin. Oh yeah, they kind actually had. They, weren't, they didn't allow yeah. earthly delights. Fuckers. Indeed, uptight bitches. Oh oh, and and the it sinned in my mouth. <laughs> that is <laughs> it doesn't taste like much to me. It it is not my bag, it's, baby. It smells kind of like apple juice. Yeah, it has a strange mouthfeel to it. it. I feel like it's I feel like it's dehydrating me. Do you feel that? Was like that? afterwards, like now I'm more thirsty. Wait, it does have a little bit of a weird aftertaste. Yeah, like it's just dry. It does it's have salt. So in it. dry. Oh, but just like it's got st- straight up salt in it. Sea salt. Yeah. Well, that's the healthy salt. It's fine. I don't know. It doesn't taste like much, really. I mean, it's kind of like refreshing because it's hot as balls out. Yeah, this is actually. It's really crisp and light. It, it's. All, I swear to God, this is almost like a light cider. I could feel yeah. it. I could feel it. Normally, maybe a dry light cider. Mm. It might, uh, it might be a surprise to you that sometimes we record more than one episode at a time. But this is the first beer of the day for me. It's about 8 a.m. now. And I <laughs> can't... I don't really taste anything in here. Normally, like, sometimes my palate's shot. Based on that description, beer. I was expecting a lot. Yeah. A lot of a craziness. Lot of, this is very subtle. With strong notes of verbena. I don't know what's verbena. I'm joking. I really have no idea. And I definitely... It sounds like an old kind of Cadillac. <laughs> Oh, we got a Cadillac Verbena. Like, oh, I haven't made this since 52. I think it sounds like something that you'd find at a, you know, fucking farmer's market. You know, oh, the Verbena. Wooden crate. And they're like, Verbena, three for $12. And you're like, what the hell is Locally that? Locally sourced. Yeah. I use this. Are you going to look up what a Verbena is? I rub yep. Verbena and patchouli onto my beard every morning. It's like a vegetable or a spice? I'm going to guess a root. It's a flower. Fuck. It is a violet colored flower. Flowers have roots. Fair, fair point. And Hester Prynne knew how to handle a root in her day. So we should talk about <laughs> this. <laughs> There's a segue for you. Seems like she couldn't handle the root. For the fans who, or not fans who don't like the beer review segments of our shows. Fuck you. It connects. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's in the title. What did you expect? Yeah, right? <laughs> Douche. Ew, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Annoying and gross. Like your mother's cunt was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the book takes place in, well, actually, it's kind of like, Historical fiction written in the 1850, in 1850, I think the book came out. Yeah. So it's a double historical fiction. It's inception. It's historical, historical fiction. Historical fiction. Yep. That's right. So Nathaniel Hawthorne wrote the first, like, was it like quarter of the book is the, um, what's, what's it called? The, the state, the, the station house. The customs house. Customs house. Yeah, I skipped most of that. I skipped that. I thought it was really a, stupid. I thought it was like a preface. Like, a, I, I thought it was about writing the book fu- and I didn't like it. It is about writing the book, but it it's is, also yeah. totally made up. Oh, well, then I'm definitely glad it, I skipped it, it. It explains how he came to know about Esther Prynne and all that shit. Oh, that really he worked stupid. in the customs house, which was like where they collect you know, taxes from Stamp people. Stamp tax. Yes. <laughs> so, but <laughs> he worked like. in the customs house in Salem, not in Boston. Mm. Whereas the, the customs was... house in Boston is still there. I don't know about Salem, though. 
Well, they have a lot of fun custom beats. It's historical fiction, so I don't so, yeah, fucking know. He can but, do whatever the fuck he wants. But, but anyway, he, he's digging through the boxes of crap, and you know they find a two hundred year old stack of papers with the with the old moth eaten embroidered A. It's there, and that's mm-hmm. how he learns the story. And he's like, "Now let me tell you the story." No, it's I like totally, a frame. I totally skipped that, and that went on way too long. I thought I was reading the wrong book because I was reading <laughs> from the you know the collected Nathaniel works of Nathaniel Hawthorne, and I was like. I'm reading the wrong fucking book. What is this? <laughs> I, I got the uh, the free Kindle one on Amazon, where it's like you know the textbook version, where it's like for kids or you know for school and shit. So it was free, and I swear to God, it was like a long preface about the writing of the book. I didn't know that part was fictional, also. But yeah, I thought it was just like, what am I reading? Okay. I don't understand. Is this the book? <laughs> is this how the book starts? I had to go on Wikipedia and look at what happens at the first part of the book, and it wasn't that. <laughs> so I thought, oh, this is just like a bullshit preface. It's. I mean, it's, I guess it's not super important because all it is is to kind of like give some sense of verity to the story that he tells. Yeah, I guess, but it doesn't need to be a full quarter of the book. It is a quarter of the book. It's a huge, huge chunk of Just book. Just to say, it's I found something book. in a back. It feels like a long book. It's, it's not a It's, it's, not a, a, it's, it's a, a dense book. Yes. Every, every page has 492 words on it. There's almost like a ginger ale-like flavor to this thing. It's almost like juice. I had a cider with ginger ale, a, a hard cider with ginger ale recently. That tasted definitely a lot like, like a this, Like a combo thing? Yeah. Okay, I would drink that. Yeah, it was. It, it sounds, was, it it sounds really lovely good. as shit. Mm-hmm. It's in English and Irish. It's in English, <laughs> but it's just herby things. Like, oh, this is a, a herb and uh, well, lemonade and beer is a shandy. Shandy is is a, a thing. Tis the season for shandy in the uh, the summertime. That shit comes out. It's still dumb. Oh, it's super dumb, but it's delicious. I, it's okay. I've had one or two, and I didn't like them. Well, you got. I had a shitty one or two. Um, the problem is like, oh, some, I, I know the one I had was a fucking blueberry shandy, and I didn't like that. Blueberry is just not a flavor that really ever works in beer for me. Either tastes only, way too bitter it only or way too pie form. Just pies. It serves no other purpose. Mm. Maybe dyeing clothes in the old days. <laughs> you couldn't get your hands on that indigo. <laughs> so, speaking of the old days. <laughs> yes, back to the book. How does the real book start? <clears throat> so, the real book starts with uh, the scene where the main the character... Oh. No, with it does start with a beer. beer. <laughs> Actually, we have a lot of beers because to get the, through. The so Puritans <laughs> loved beer. We all know that. Beer and well, good times. Is it like an apocryphal story? But didn't like the uh, Mayflower only land... Where it did because they ran out of alcohol to drink. I have on the to ship. imagine that's apocryphal that because well. because it's the only potable fluid on the boat. Like water will spoil and become typhoid water, <laughs> but beer kills germs. I guess. I mean, I it's not know. like they were sailing around with like craft beer. It was small beer, like getting shitty. trashed on whiskey. It was like three percent alcohol, shitty, shitty sour beer. Not yeah, like this one. It. I hope. <laughs> yeah. So What's this one. I'll pour this out while you explain, and we'll talk about the beer. This is called Devil's Milk. And it is by Duclaw. It is a barley wine style ale. So how does the book barley start? Barley wine All right. style? So we're not going to talk about the beer first? Well, we could, because it kind of has to do with this first scene, actually. Uh, okay, so it's the very first scene. The main character, Hester Prynne, she is the lady with the scarlet letter. Um, she is being let out of, well, it's basically like let out of prison. So she just had her baby. Um, and literally, it doesn't totally explain why. This is how it starts. She just had her baby. She's being let out of prison, and, but she has to start serving her sentence, which is to stand at the sort of in the center of town at the stockades. And the she, 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 at the scaffold, she doesn't have to like go into the stockade. She just has to stand there for three hours. But that's like the first part of her sentence. But then um, she also is going to have to wear the scarlet letter for the rest of her life unless she tells who the father is. Right, because she committed adultery. Which Nothing is those illegal. New England wasps love so, more than public shaming. Fun fact, it never specifically says adu- the A is for adultery. 
But it must be for adultery yeah, or adulteress or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's for adultery. It explicitly says it in the book, though. It's. I mean, it's it, it's almost explicit because she says like she you know has a husband and he wasn't here and she has a baby and so obviously something happened. They could do math. It wasn't a for anal because she had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um. So doesn't she just stand there with the kid? She's yeah, holding the baby, holding, holding the baby the whole time. Hence the devil's milk, because she's a sinner and she's probably breastfeeding that child. Well, they, just, they didn't have formula back then, so. <laughs> For anal. <laughs> <laughs> this is an okay beer. It's a barley wine. It's it's. Is it a barley wine or barley wine? Style? I'm not sure what they, why they say that. That's kind of like you know when you see things with like with natural flavor maybe they and put, natural maybe just, flavor added. Like, is what, it just like in difference? a wine barrel or some shit? Maybe? No, not at all. They would brag their balls off about that. Um, maybe they're on the DL. Well, isn't Budweiser? Shouldn't Budweiser just be called a beer styled beverage? <laughs> Wouldn't that be more accurate? Old rice water. <laughs> Uh, so I'm not sure. I mean, barley wine is a style. I'm not sure. I've never. I mean, maybe I've seen it before, but I'm not really sure. What barley wine style ale. Barley means. wine is just a thing. It can't be barley wine style. It's like it's not like this is a mac and cheese style. grilled cheese style. Like, what, is, what does <laughs> that, that mean? Actually, I want to know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it's like delicious. maybe it's like mac and cheese in a sandwich. Actually, I want that right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hit pause, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make some mac and cheese. <laughs> get in the store before we get too drunk. Pick up six pounds of Kraft and Velveeta products. Maybe you panini press the mac and cheese. Oh, it's like a there's a, there's a burger place oh, by wait, me no. that makes uh, the, like, the bun is fried mac and cheese, Jesus so you can Christ. hold it and there's burger in the middle. It's pretty banging. What if you like made like baked mac and cheese? I don't know why we're talking about this. This, this, is, this, is, this, this is important. Our baked, best, it's more fun than most the downloaded episode. <laughs> our, our baked mac and cheese. And you we're put, looking for sponsors. Blue Apron. You, you take it out of the sort of casserole dish and you put a shitload of like breadcrumbs on the on bolts on the top and the bottom and then put it in the panini press. I like that. You can press it back into bread. <laughs> <laughs> it was crumbs and now it is formed again. <laughs> I like that. I could get on board with that. I'm going to think yeah. of other things. We'll come back to this throughout the episode, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, I think we will. <laughs> like, and new ideas is, for mac and cheese. Oh, wait, what if they put croutons <laughs> in the mac and cheese? <laughs> I admit, I'm not a fan of mac what and cheese with breadcrumbs. I don't need that shit. It gets out of the way. What if, it was, what if the mac and cheese was like the bread and a piece of bread was in between the mac and cheese? A reverse sandwich. I think an inverted sandwich. Like a... Inception sandwich. Do you, you guys ever eat a double down? In sandwiched. From KFC? Yeah, that's with no. the chicken as the bread. Yeah, it was <laughs> two always, pieces of chicken with cheese always, and cheese sauce and bacon in the middle. It always looked pretty delicious. It was it. fucking amazing. I had two in a day. <laughs> you I had to have down? the grilled one and I had to have the fried one. And then another time I went back and they didn't have enough parts, so they gave me a half fried, half grilled one. That was also pretty good. <laughs> Frankenstein, double down. <laughs> Franken down. There you go. Trademark. Trademark. Um, Call us, KFC. We're looking for sponsors. So I think this is a very bleh barley wine. It's kind of sweet. Is it, is it a barley wine? Let's just assume, Let's it, assume is. it is. There's, I don't know what the difference between barley wine and a barley wine style is. Barley wine is usually strong. Kinda, this is yeah. strong. It's 10% alcohol. Oh, fuck. Okay. But it's got it's sweet. You know, it like is barley wines sweet. are. I kind of like. I kind of like it. It's not bad. It's just I've had better barley wines. So this is an okay one. We've had some crazier tasting barley wines yeah. before. I wish I had any and kind of. And it's usually our like 40th beer, and I'm like, what? Oh, Look at this lovely beer wine juice. It tastes like burning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is uh, it's pretty good. I would. I would. I mean, I'd, I'd, I don't fu- I'd fuck with this. this. You fuck with it. I fuck with this. Lots of theme in this book, so that makes sense. Yeah. Speaking of getting fucked with. Yeah, so Hester just to sit there on the scaffold and she will not just say get who, the, who the baby daddy is. And then bastard. the two, and then what is it, the, the governor and the priest are both asking her, you must tell us who the father is. So he's, a, he's, a, he's a minister or reverend, what not a priest. Is. Different. Different. They're, they're allowed to fuck, just not married women. And, yeah. and, mm-hmm. In fact, they keep trying to pawn people off on him. He won't do it. Also true, yeah. Mm, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Anyway, uh, so she stands there for, for or three Or as they call hours. it in adult films, it's foreskin shadowing. I'm thinking like of the porn version of this when he's like, 
the, like, they're just thinking like what that must have looked like. And, like, and the priest and the other guy, like they double team her. Like that's just <laughs> the first thought. She like, already oh. had the baby. What's going on? And that one, the A definitely stands for. <laughs> <laughs> and the child's name is Pearl Nicholas. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I'll be good now. You sure? I'll be good for now. <laughs> for <laughs> several minutes. <laughs> okay, so uh, she stands there. She stands there the whole time for the whole three hours. Well, like literally everyone in Boston, all seven of them are, you know, around her. You know, ooh, like who is it? Who is it? Blah, blah, blah. Um, she, and then they let her go after three hours and then she moves to like the abandoned shack. What is going on? I don't know. <laughs> leaned to like a 45 degree angle to fart. <laughs> I don't want to ruin your chair. <laughs> and all I can think about because we're bringing this fucking Lord of the Rings is like, that came from the crack of doom. <laughs> <laughs> the brown eye of Sauron. <laughs> We've had three sips of beer. Already, guys. <laughs> I've been moving boxes all day. I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> we have to drink 42 more. <laughs> Let's get a lot of mac and cheese. <laughs> eat, it with, eat it with a, with a cup. Just. <laughs> all right, sorry, dude. So, Tell us about the cottage. Yeah, so she moves to the abandoned cottage with Pearl and makes a living. It's nice that they had that for her. I mean, it's just it's nice. Very it's convenient. very convenient. Because yeah. there wasn't a, like, a, you know, a lot of real estate there before the Puritans were inhabiting the area. Yeah, that's for sure. And you know, building a shack took a fucking lot of work. Yeah, he's seven and, and a half feet tall. And this is, remind me, this is 16... <laughs> like 1638 or something like that, I want to say. I thought it was, I want to say 42, but you know. Oh, well, 16, that makes a huge years, difference. 1642 to 1649. Well, listen, the Massachusetts Bay Colony was founded in 1620, so this is literally only 20 years in the New World. And she's already fucking up everything with them and God. You know, mm-hmm. What a horrible fault. Actually, we're probably going to talk about the, you know, Adam and Eve you know, parts about this book a little bit later. Well, we should also explain why everyone's pissed at her for having this baby, because we didn't really get down on that. Yeah, why are they pissed at her? Because... It's just because she's a because son. No, it's because it her, she's, she's married, but mm-hmm. her man hadn't arrived yet, and she had this baby. Obviously, it wasn't his, and adultery is a sin. And adultery starts with... B for beer. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and then they're Speaking like, of B for beer... Why would you do such a thing? And, uh, and the obvious answer is the name of this next beer... This is called The Devil Made Me Do It by the Duclaw again. This is actually one of three Duclaw beers. So if you cocksuckers don't retweet our thing, I'm we'll have no choice but to continue purchasing your beers every once in a while. Or just, you don't have to re-Instagram. That's not a thing. So don't, you can just like say, hey, that's cool, guys. Yeah, that'd be nice. Thanks. Anyway, it is a bourbon barrel-aged golden sour. Where is Duclaw from? They're they from French. Maryland, from Baltimore. Five and a half percent alcohol. The Devil Made Me Do It. That is a really interesting thing, because... Usually the stuff that goes into a bourbon barrel is a barley wine or a stout. Or something that in, ages. Or increasingly double IPAs. Bigger beers. You know, stuff that's like 8, 9, 10% alcohol stuff plus. That, stuff that can last the aging process. Sure, because if you want to put it in like, you know, like Kentucky Breakfast Stout by Founders spends a full year in the bourbon barrel, right, before they bottle that shit. Whereas this, I mean, I don't know if this necessarily spends a full year in there, but for a 5.5% alcohol beer, it would probably not be fresh. But because it's a sour ale, it could totally tolerate that. In a different way, because they're all about like funky weird shit anyway. In fact, sometimes you pick up weird shit from the barrel itself. Do you think that other ones? These are always different, maybe for every batch. What do you mean? Like this batch of them would be one way, and maybe if they made it again in a year, would it be different? Oh, I think um, I think entirely possible that they could be. Though I think professional brewers try to maintain that within a narrow range. Weird so certain things are, yeah, it's for, it has like tartness to it, but you definitely smell like the vanilla and the oaky bourbon flavor out of it. I like that sour 
now. Like there was a oh, back at you know it's kind it's still kind of new, but like when it was really new, they really fucking meant that. Yeah, it was like this tastes fucking sour and it hurts me to drink this. Yeah, but these are these are kind of like juice. I kind of like that. If it was any more sour, it would be too sour for yes. me. But it's fine. yeah, this is more. It this is, is more okay. like a tart. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it is pretty tart, but you do smell the bourbon. It's an interesting combination of flavors. What do you guys make of that? It smells like it. The smell is it's almost like cake. It does have yeah. It smells like a fudgy the whale. Just it's kidding. A fudgy the whale beer. Just Did you see out. that? I, I, I saw. That. My friends are all trying to get it, and oh, I'm driving. So I'm fucking bad. driving through Westchester tomorrow, but the timing won't work out. God damn you! And I'm coming back on Sunday, but the other the release is today and tomorrow. I got it. Where is in Westchester? It's at Captain Lawrence. It's a, It's not super far from here. I got to do that. You should. It's probably. It's probably. I don't even know if it's good. I just want it. I. I want. I want. I mean, that's totally not the beer I like, like chocolate stouts. But I, I, want, lo- I love Fudgy the Whale. I we got, want, me and my friends always get them for our birthdays every year. Still. <laughs> <laughs> do you write like "Happy Birthday" to a whale of a friend on it? No, we're like you know, fuck you or like suck a dick. <laughs> do you actually get them to write that on the cake? Yeah, I mean, if you're there and they just do it and no one, like, no one can see, they don't give a shit. I once had uh, got a cake for the Fourth of July for some reason, and I made them write "America is awesome." <laughs> and <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's true. They, but the person ironically didn't speak English very well, so I had to write it out by hand, and because I kind of put like sloppily wrote it on the piece of like receipt paper she handed me. What she really ended up writing was "America is a we some." Like she put spaces, <laughs> like she did not uh, know I that believe, word. I believe that is. Uh, like uh, in a uh, Native American, yeah. like it's, always it's, home. It's Sue, always home. Peace be with you, Billy <laughs> <laughs> Wakay. <laughs> so uh, the good land. This is a strange beer. I don't know. I I like it. I like it. I'm I'm not a fan. I wouldn't drink. You know, okay like, with it. I wouldn't drink eight of them. There's very but few. If I got if I got this in a in a bar, I'd be like, I am pleasantly okay with this. I guess, but that, I mean, what the only kind of beers you could have eight of are you're really narrowing in style. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have three of these. I might have three of these. If the devil made you do it? I feel like that's abdicating my personal responsibility in <laughs> alcoholism. So, It's a disease, Jimmy. <laughs> Damn it, fault. you have lupus. <laughs> 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 All right, so Hester Prynne lives in a shack, and uh, her husband's gone. Gone. But, sort of, not But really. he shows up just in time. But yeah. you don't know. No one knows, because no they've never one met knows. him. So he's like, no one's met anyone back I then. I am no longer going to use whatever name he had. Did they even find out what his name was? Nope, never find the, out. It was, it was like, that's back in the day when you could just show up in a town and be like, hi, my name is whatever. People we were like, okay. Yep. You could do whatever the fuck you wanted. I think that was pretty much Identity until, theft was like, rife. the social security number was invented. <laughs> like, that was a probably, yeah. prop- yeah, it was probably until like the, 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 the 10s or the 20s. Well, social security is in the 30s. Yeah. I mean, like, like even when we did Grapes of Wrath, they were just like, this is my name. Like, all right, man, cool. I trust yeah. you. <laughs> right. We're looking for a feller. He's about yay tall. <laughs> oh, whoa. It's not me. <laughs> no, my name's St- Stephen. <laughs> I, I did not beat that man to death with a board. <laughs> it was a shovel. With a shovel. I mean, I was saying I didn't beat him with a board. Yeah. It was a shovel. <laughs> oh, well. They well, were asking about a different guy. <laughs> pardon me, sir, to interrupt you on your day then. So anyway, uh, her husband assumes he's like an old piece of shit man. Yeah. You don't find it's his husband until like... Until like, I think a good no, way through the book. No, Maybe. you find out. We find out more or less chapter two, actually. What? Yeah. So yeah, here's what happens. So she goes back to. So she. Either, I know he's like creeping on her, but she. The very first scene is her at the scaffold, and then the second scene is her back in prison, and she it's put like on the red that, light special that night. These are DLC jokes. I'm sorry. Eric <laughs> <laughs> creep. She only saw him through his left eye. <laughs> and like in New England, it gets quite chilly. T. Oz is also in the group. <laughs> It, being on the scaffold made her feel unpretty. 
I don't personally know these references. But she was in the position to make herself feel so damn unpretty. If you get these TLC jokes, please send us a message at uh, Drunk Guys BC on Twitter. I can't imagine in the Venn diagram of people that listen to this, people also know a lot of TLC references. We only named the hits, and we're not going into the deep cuts. Like in this B side from the Japanese single release. Unpretty <laughs> like, well, was a great song. Yeah. As you were. I miss Left Eye for Dang. So uh, she's back in her prison. Just as like just before she's let out, uh, and Roger. This so the guy he's a doctor comes to her in the cell and says, "You know, I'm a doctor. I'm going to help her." Oh, and by the way, jailer, why don't you go away? You don't need to listen to this. We're going to talk about in. women things like periods. <laughs> like, oh God, yuck! Back then, that was a sin. That brings bears. <laughs> and then they ran away. <laughs> and Satan, go pray for this woman. Uh, and so he then reveals himself. Well, I, I mean, I think he recognizes like, right away. Hey, since you're into cock, and he reveals himself. <laughs> he knows she's loose, Noah. <laughs> no, so anyway, they have the conversation. Like, she refuses to say who the father is, even though this is her husband, right? And he says, I'm going to take the name Roger Chillingworth, but I'm not going to tell anyone that I'm actually your husband. I feel like I fucking missed this whole section. Totally happened. Yeah, I no, I, I, be- like I believe he's, you. And she's like, he's like, you better I, not tell anyone, you bitch. I totally believe much, you. Yeah. I totally <laughs> believe you. Because I remember when at the end when you know she tells that who it was, it was like, oh shit, that was him. Because I, I totally didn't know the whole time. <laughs> I feel like I maybe I skipped a page or something. <laughs> he says, I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out who it is. So you don't have to tell me now. But you better not tell anyone about me. Well, one of his bitch. chapters is called the Leech. That's yeah. just the title of the chapter. I mean, he was definitely a creepy douchebag the whole book. Oh yeah, for sure. I thought he, was, I thought he like knew and he was just being a dick. Well, he figured it out before too long. It's not hard to figure out. We're gonna get to the that. are fucking stupid. Because, well, here let's just finish our last uh, Duclaw beer here. This is what I'm most interested in. I think this is uh, Devil's Milk. This is called Hell on Wood. It is a barley wine style ale aged in bourbon barrels. So it's probably Devil's Milk with the bourbon barrel. So it's kind of like the Venn it's like diagram a combination of these three beers of these too. Wait, didn't we already do this one? No. Am I having deja vu? We're having a no, combination. It's, it's basically it's the these one we two just had. together. It's the oh. one we had aged in a burn barrel. Oh, okay. Which works on two levels because, you know, she's going to hell and she likes wood. So, you know, whose wood? We don't know yet, but not Roger Chilling. Yeah, she's not telling. She won't tell. He, he will, he, she won't give him a good rogering. Apparently he was. <laughs> she cap- uses Duclaw to do it. <laughs> apparently she, he, Roger Chillingworth, the husband, was like captured by Indians. And held right. captive. People had presumed her husband was dead. Yeah. Because it had been so long. Like, he surely could have made the brief three and a half month journey by now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people died all the time out there and you never saw them again. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, that guy's leaving town. I'll probably never see him again. Goodbye. <laughs> Person whose name he just made up anyway. This is Whoa. definitely the same beer. This is different to me. Well, it is different because it's been aged in a bourbon barrel. So it picks up, I get a lot of this um, is vanilla. Vanilla, yeah, this is very vanilla. Vanilla butter kind of thing. Yeah. I I love this. I love this. It's pretty good. This is what? Is, how many percent is this? Ten point six. Oh fuck! <laughs> so you can't have eight of these. <sighs> I mean, I would love. That's to. That's eighty percent alcohol. Would, if my math is right. I would love to. <laughs> it's pretty good. This is fantastic. That's dangerous. That's one of the dangerous ones. That's in my category of uh, because you don't actually taste the booze in it too much. No, ten percent is a lot. Ten point six. That rounds up to eleven. Oh, it's even more. That's how numbers That's work. True. That is how they work. <laughs> that tends to be how they work. <laughs> It it has, I mean, I really just get a lot of, I do get a warming feeling out of this, actually. After I, That's the booze. Yeah, totally. So Also, it's 80 degrees outside. <laughs> but I get warming internally, like, you know, my heart growing two sizes too big, warming. <laughs> it is, it, it, you can taste that there's a, there's a booze hint in there. So mm. it's interesting. I'm going to presume mm. that this is the same beer as Devil's Milk, just, just aged. aged. 
which is interesting that you, you really do pick up a, a bit of the yeah. Burn I mean, from that the one was the of the three that was like eh for me. The second one was pretty good, but this is much better now. This is really good. That was like the rough draft, and this is like the full <laughs> sketch. Well, uh, aging things in a bourbon barrel doesn't always make them better, right? Like if you, it's no, definitely not. But it does make them it made more this one better. It made it really good. This is definitely my favorite of the three, Nate. This is the best one. This one is too strong for me. I mean, I'm sure like strength, it's good. Like well, I'm not a percent fan. Percent-wise? I'm not, no, I mean, I'm not a fan of barley wines, and this, has, this flavor is just too intense for me. I actually liked the other one better. Although the other one wasn't remarkable. I do agree with that. But this one, I'm just not into. It's like, its flavor is just too intense. It's, I feel like I'm drinking uh, an alcoholic cake. A uh, rum cake? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Put that in a panini press. <laughs> <laughs> can't you mind cheese and cake? Are you a monster? I don't know. Can we, can we work booze into that... Cheesecake, real cheese thing. Cheesecake is a thing. You soak the bread crumbs in. The bread Oh, God, bread crumbs. You pump your nickel, and then it bread crumbs. Whole weenie. All right, guys, let's be serious. Let's stop being douche baguettes. All right, we're already half hour in. We've got a lot of good puns in there. We've only just started talking about the book. I mean, the it's book itself is pretty fucking going. short. Well, what's it interesting, is, you know. um, the thing, uh, when the, the Hester Prynne is really beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. She's really, a, she's a beautiful... She's, a, she's, she's a, a Salem 10. She's a Salem 10. <laughs> so she's like a Baltimore <laughs> 3. <laughs> she, she's really, she's beautiful, and she's like serenely sitting there with her little fucking harpy child. They're like the Wahhabis of the Christian world. What the hell is a Wahhabi? Like the Saudi Arabian, like... Women can't do anything that cover themselves up. They're like oh. religious extremists. Oh well, yeah, totally. But all the joy cu- is not allowed. All the cunty women of, of uh, Boston are like, "How dare she look so good there, being a sinner?" Like they're all pissed off. Yep. Like, ah, oh, she had a baby because she's so fucking hot. <laughs> she's gonna take all of our men and their men seed. <laughs> Keep making babies. Menses. So it's like menses. She's gonna take. Well, if she was on her menses, it wouldn't have happened. That's not always true. <laughs> Pope lied. <laughs> so she also then uh, does something else that pisses off everybody, and that or like subtly, like they say, you have to wear the red A on your shirt. Uh, it's a scarlet A. Pardon me. And oh, I'd like to see the whole draft, fucking like, point. The vermilion <laughs> icon. It's a char- no chartreuse letter. Chartreuse is green. I don't know what that fuck chartreuse is. It's green. Now you know. It's like yellowish it green. It sounds like a red. If you said the word chartreuse, you'd think red. Um, I'm trying to think of another fancy word for red besides vermilion. It's a car- carmine or something like that? Carmine is a red? Is that the color of an ermine? Garnet, garnet is a reddish color. The garnet G. <laughs> for, for gash. Gar- <laughs> <laughs> but the, thing that, the point is that she is also a pretty skilled uh, seamstress. And so she makes the letter like really embroidered and attractive and it's like the whole thing about Puritans is it can't be that decorative. But they made her wear this thing, and she's like, fuck you, cocksuckers. But then she makes all this decorative. That I also am a she makes her living. <laughs> she, she didn't necessarily do that. <laughs> and that, It's never said. But she like, makes her living out in the sea cottage by herself, like embroidering everyone's shit, like making elaborate gloves for the governor. And they're like super, like a, a fancy hat for all ceremonies. But it's like, eh, I don't get it. I thought that wasn't allowed. But I guess I, I, th- I think you're, I think, you know, People want to be special and distinct, and even in a place as repressive as Puritan New England, people wanted to push against that and make themselves stand out in some way. 
and do that within the confines of the ridiculous laws. Like, so, you know, oh, I will wear the fanciest gloves as I cover myself in a fucking beekeeper's outfit of clothing. Hey, man, they're pale. I don't understand the trouble. You can't be out in the sun for any amount of time. You've got to cover up all the time. Right. Unless you want to have the farmer's tan that I go through life with. You can see here. It's like... Uh, I, just, I just have uh, pale all over. That's because you're albino, Jimmy. <laughs> That's why I'm here in the basement. <laughs> we have to think of a different name for that now that she's a disgraced uh, person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then we also have to think of a different name for the John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then there's like a time jump, right? Yep. A it's bunch like of years passed. Years? And then she, seven yeah. years? I think I it jumps to like... Whatever. All of like a sudden, Pearl, Pearl, like is, five, Pearl is seven. seven. Pearl is an annoying fucking kid. Pearl is super yeah. creepy. I was creeped the fuck out by that kid the whole time. Should we have a beer? Yeah, we should because the kid's really creepy. Yep. This one probably should have had before. We're talking about the dicks of Puritan. It's called Righteous Ale, which is how everybody saw themselves. This is from Six Point. It is in, a, in their normal uh, tiny can. It is a oh god! It is a barrel aged rye ale. It's ten and a half percent. Jesus. So this is Righteous Ale. There's a whole bunch of stuff here. Normally we read this to you, but it smells very good. nice. I like the smell a lot. It also definitely has vanilla. I think that's a oak. It's kind product. of the it's oak kind thing. of similar to the last one. Yeah, but like a little thinner. Yeah, that, a little thinner. Well, less of a bite. Definitely a little more, a little more rounded. It, there's less bite. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. I like the last one more. I like this one more. I, I think I prefer this one as well. well more I for can't me. Can't really say why. It just feel it, it feels like. I mean, I, compared to the last one, it feels more. Uh, I mean, it's good. If I hadn't had that other one before, I would think this was pretty banging. I mean, it still is pretty good, but the last one is like a more robust version of this. I think that other one was a little sweeter. I do like the sweet ones, though. And this is you know a, me. This has a little more bitterness to it, which I kind of <laughs> like. A little more rounded, uh, a little more balanced, I should say. I like this. I don't like balance. I like things to be weird. Like Al. All the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so then she has her little shit child, Pearl, who's annoying. Yeah, well, she's no super one, creepy kid. N- none of no one in the town will like talk to Hester, and none of the other kids. Honestly, will. if I had, if I knew that kid, I wouldn't talk to it either. <laughs> that kid really sucks. Well, <laughs> I was going to say that the kid is weird because she literally has no one except her mom. She has no one to play with, no other person, no one her age, because no one else will talk to her. Did she remind you at all of the little girl from Dune? Oh, the creepy one. She's like a who, she's who like, a, she's like a, a little tiny psychic. tiny child who talks like an adult. That's fair. It's just like weird, like, kid, why are you saying dust so much? Fuck off. I mean, that, that is fair, but in all 19th century literature, all kids still speak like adults. Oh, it's the education is enough today. <laughs> Schools have gone to shit. Thanks, Obama. But yeah, that, I think that's also, I mean, nobody really wrote how children spoke. Everyone, until everyone like, spoke like a well-educated adult. They spoke like tiny adults, yeah. It's, it, just, it, it was really disconcerting for me. But I, I could see that. Uh, uh, what was her name? Aliana or something like that from Dune? Oh, Alia? Alia? Whatever the fuck it was. I don't know. If it was Alia, she would have crashed in a plane. They didn't have planes yet, so she had another 200 years. That's Dune. Oh, she would have... They had space planes. Space planes. <laughs> That's what they call them, space planes. Let's get a space plane. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the space propellers. <laughs> That's how time travel... I don't know what time... She was an annoying little fucker. Um, who, Hester makes the strange decision to dress ex- entirely in red. Right. In really fancy clothing, and too. Is it scarlet like, uh, yeah. or red? It is it's scarlet. It's fire engine. She's <laughs> so like, they should make a vehicle that puts out fires. It should be this color. This is the biography <laughs> of Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> um, but yeah, she makes, she makes the kid dress entirely. Like, the kid is the scarlet letter. And everyone thinks she's possessed by Satan. Because she Or she is a be. devil child. 
Well, she is the product of sin in their eyes. People think Satan has a lot of free time in the old days. Like, he's got time so to just, like, did. embody a child full-time in Salem, Massachusetts. Like, he's got other shit to do. It's a full-time job to just test the faith of the, uh, the, the pious, you know? But I, 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 he can't be more than one place at once. The devil? Who says? Yeah, right? Come on. He's a dude. He's one dude. No, he was an angel, mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, dude angel. Yes, a he angel. They also believed in, like, fucking witchcraft and... All sorts of other nonsense. I like oh, how yeah, they, had those, they had all those throwaway lines about the governor's sister. Where it's like, and then she, two years later, she was burned as a witch. <laughs> yep. Died in the witch trials. But the witch trials were, I mean, I guess there were other witch trials besides the famous Salem ones. But those were 1691. But this was, oh, maybe. She, she, was, she was a witch before it was cool. I mean, there were, there was pre- that's part of the thing about the Salem witch trials. I read this book about it recently. It was fucking horrifically boring. It's like, chapter 19, and then Goody... Johnson bought a new hat. Oh man, Puritan names Proctor. Were the, well, Goody Proctor, yeah, but like it was like the obscure characters. Like, take it back to Puritan names or whatever. Are fucking names. awful. Yeah, there was like legal precedent for witchcraft. That's why the one of the reasons why the Salem witch trials were that so is a loose definition of legal precedent. They had well, for I mean, them when I mean, your entire colony and legal system is forty eight years old. It's not, <laughs> and based on crazy shit. Yep. Well, that's that's the world of the of, uh, of this fucking Scarlet Letter book. And so they made her live in a shack by the sea with her devil child. Yep. And uh, there's like that fucking stupid scene. Not stupid scene. I just remember this in English class. We spent like three fucking periods talking about when they're walking through the woods and how Pearl's being a little dick. And he's just like, come over here. I won't go to the river. You've lost your A. And she's like in the sunlight. She, she had thrown her A into the river. And Fuck her mother was like, I don't. And Pearl was like, I don't recognize you without the A. <laughs> like, bitch, I have a face. <laughs> what kind of child are you? The only, I'm the only one that talks to you. Fuck off about the A. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Fucking leave you in the woods, bitch. <laughs> See how well you do, <laughs> devil child. See how fucking possessed by Satan you are. You're fucking dead. You're eaten by a raccoon. <laughs> I don't remember that part of the book. Really? She's with, uh, she's with the... She's no, with I don't the, remember her saying, I'll let you get eaten by raccoons, you I mean, it was, it, was, it was implied. <laughs> it's between the lines. It's between the lines. I see, I see. So we have, um, uh, we have eleven more beers here. We have, we have actually six more beers. Oh, so the next five have something in common, which I'm really excited about. This is um, something we haven't really done in a while. These are all from the same style of beer. So that person who didn't like our fucking review of other beers in the past episode, you can go uh, proceed to suck a dick right now. With the, your mouth. Yep. <laughs> Get the man seed out of it. So these are uh, five man new, seeds. new England <laughs> IPAs. Uh, sometimes they're called Northeast India Pale Ales, or, but it's New England IPA, which is a distinct style of and IPA. And way better than Old England. Oh, yeah, for fucking sure. English IPA is actually pretty shitty. That's because they're fucking redcoats. Yeah, they're filled with period blood. <laughs> Nate is already done with us for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so a New England IPA is a different thing. We've actually had a few in the past episodes. Uh, most famous one, perhaps uh, the, the first one, is the Alchemist beers. Like, um, are the Alchemist beers like uh, Focal Banger and Heady Topper, where it's the unfiltered IPA that's way more hop smell and hop flavor than hop bitterness. That's the difference, right? So IPA is a dry hopping thing. Oh, that could be part of it, but it's really so. Basically, it could. It's usually just the hops are added at the either dry hopped, which is after the beer's done boiling, or they're just added at the very end. So you get most flavor, most smell, very little bitterness. I'm okay with that. Un unfiltered or? Um, I think they are. I mean, that's part of the thing, right? Part so of the, part of their part style. of the style. Yeah. So we have five. Any particular here? Let's do this one first. Because that's the most fun. This is from... Though Lord. We, we haven't really discussed who All the right, father then is. We'll, do, well, let's discuss who the father is. This is from Lord... And it's painfully obvious. Yeah. Who is the father? The father is uh, the preacher Dimsdale. 
who is like the basically the most prominent person in the town, actually, except for the governor. He's the but best Arthur, preacher that's yeah, ever he's lived. Such a great preacher. And Everyone's so he's the learned. Most, he's the most godly man. His sermons like get them wet, and he takes advantage of it once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's one of the people who, in the very beginning, had to you know while Hester was standing on the scaffold, tell us the father, and she wouldn't do it. And he was one of the people who was, you know, righteously demanding that she tell them. So this beer is named after him. This is from, or named after what he did. This is from Lord Hobo Brewing. It's a New England IPA. So it works for that level because it takes place there. But it's called Boom Sauce because he went boom and he shot his sauce into her because he's the dad. <laughs> Doesn't get old. <laughs> it smells nice. It smells nice. <clears throat> boom. And then he shot a sauce in. Have a devil child. <laughs> Tell us who's your daddy. Who's the daddy? And what does he do? <laughs> Who is the daddy, Hester? <laughs> I'll put my boom sauce back in there. So. Dost thou is the father. Dost wow. thou want more of my boom sauce? <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking delicious. It's very good. That is. It says on the can here, boom sauce is one of our New England style IPAs. There you go. It's unfiltered. It's actually pretty darn clear. But it it's is. Pretty clear. It's pretty clear, but it's, it's you know. I, I, it does have I a different like flavor. This. It's way more citrus and like. Yeah, it's not a just like bitter for bitter's sake. I want to say oniony kind of smell. Is this what a clove is? No, it's not what a clove is. No, I don't know what a clove is. I'm not getting the onion. What do you smell? You smell some, what does that smell like to you? This tastes like an IPA when it's not bitter. Uh, whatever that, that genre is. is. Well, that's, that's, that's what this is. That's yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know what that thing is, but it's like a, an intense. Well, if you had to compare it to some other edible thing, what does that smell like? I don't fucking know. I'm just not getting much uh, smell at all. Really? Really? Because it, it's, it's rank. It smells pretty fierce. You get a very earthy hop flavor out of this. I mean, I think it's delicious. But I, it, it, the closest thing that comes to mind is like an onion flavor. And I don't mean that negatively. I, I, I can kind of smell the onion-ish thing. It's not Distant, directly yeah. onion, but it's... It doesn't, that, it doesn't make me cry. It doesn't smell... So think of the other hop flavors, right? It doesn't smell like pineapple or, or citrus fruit or mango or pine... It doesn't smell like any, or grapefruit, or it doesn't smell like any of those distinct hop things. Yeah, I guess, I guess it has the, like a the, closest, onion smell. the closest would be onion. That's like the best I could think of, unless yeah. you have to find like... It, it, doesn't, it doesn't taste like an onion juice. No, not at all. Which we've had before, and I didn't like that. Was that, was that like the, the Caprese salad beer, or whatever that oh, was? No, oh, the basil thing? Yeah. No, that tastes like fucking, I don't even know what the fuck that was. But this, I mean, IP is not my thing, as, as you guys know, but this one is nice. I, I kind of like it. Uh, New England ones are not... I guess I guess if this is their thing, they're different than just like fuck you, puck your mouth. Yeah, they're totally different thing. And we've got a bunch more to try. We do. So then, um, I mean, really, the rest of the book plot is pretty straightforward. So there's there's some the the, the rest of the plot is straightforward. You know, um, uh, so Chillingworth is living in the house with Dimsdale, Dimsdale, the, the father. Now, Dimsdale, Wait, were they living together. Or they yeah, just they were hung living, out there. All no, the time. no, he was literally living there because like Dimsdale was really place. sick. Yeah, he's he, was, he the was guilt. Really the guilt was sick. just fucking him up. Right. Well, they don't talk about that till later. But he was just really sick, and he's like, you know, the most you know well-respected man in the whole town. But it was his sadness that made him preach so good. Well, yeah. Or at it least was that's, what I, that's what they thought. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so anyway, he uh, Chillingworth is like living there, pretending to be as a doctor. But I mean, it's he's it's fucking sixteen forty two. Doctors were nothing. It was <laughs> like let's cut your leg and bleed you out yeah. and rub it. Have you tried it. two leeches? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Have you tried praying harder? How about another enema? Yeah, they're um, well. I think that came later. Your your humors oh, no, are totally out of balance. They totally did that. They believed that sickness came from an imbalance of the humors. 
humors with an, there were humors with an OU. Yeah, and there were four humors. Two different types of bile, right? Black bile, yellow well, they bile. Were on blood Ro- they were jizz. still on Roman times. I don't, I don't think you have that last one right. It wasn't jizz. It wasn't blood. You had, to get, you had to get all the jizz out of oh, your right. body. It was phlegm, which is also known as nut phlegm, which is jizz. Do you ever think of phlegm as neck boogers? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how I think of them. I don't know. I don't know is like, that's, that's, you got some neck boogers going on, man. <laughs> um, I Speaking like, of neck boogers. What about throat snot? How about that? I like neck boogers better. And his neck boogers. It's more, it's more jarring. <laughs> it kind of, he's really loud. I'm like, oh, oh, fuck, neck boogers. That's gross. <laughs> but yeah, so they did the humors thing. That's from like yeah. Middle Ages. I forget which stupid person thought of that. Was that like one of the Greeks? Yeah. That, that was it like Hippocr- Greek, yeah. Hippocrates or whatever? Hippocrates? Mm-hmm. Hippocrates. Maybe, I want to say it was Galen, but I could Oh, I think Galen was Roman. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, anyway, so. I could be wrong. I'm not really sure. Speaking of Galen, Galen also thought. Stop! You stop that now, Jimmy. <laughs> Galen, uh, Galen also thought because he, wherever, whatever time he lived, they were not allowed to dissect humans, but you could dissect cows, and he was like, "Oh, so we have the same basic parts as a cow." And uh, it's pretty close. No, there's some actually incredibly Except for those important three stomachs. Yeah, there's some important differences between us and a cow. Well, it's because and they're bigger. No, that's not the. <laughs> he reason. was. That's not the reason. <laughs> the point is that Galen was utterly wrong. Yes, he was. <laughs> we just had to move past him. <laughs> got to steer right past those that line of thinking. Because it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he milked it for a few senators, but, you know. So anyway, Chillingworth, like, figures out that it's Dimsdale, that he's the father, but still is, like, living with him and just sort of, like, taunting just being, just him being for a, a dick. while. Yeah, yeah. Just being a, a dick. Dickhead. And not telling him, yes, I know, trying to get him to, uh, admit, it. Yeah. to admit it. Um, at one point... Uh, Dimsdale, he like gets up in the middle of the night, to, uh, goes out to the scaffold, and just like screams because he has feeling so much guilt or so much sin or, or so much in, guilt about his sin. In Puritan times, it's essentially a mass shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, and, expressing your feelings in public, and uh, yeah, no, you're right about that. Um, <laughs> even in New England to this day, pretty yeah. much that's the way it goes. Unless you're at a Red Sox game, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just so happened that. Everyone in the story was out on the town in the middle of the night, not out on the town, because they were all at the bedside of Governor... What the fuck was his name? I don't know. Give a shit. Hubbins? Uh, Hubbins. Dick in the mouth. His sister was Hubbins. They had had different last names. The the wife and... I mean, the sister and the the governor. Hutchinson was... uh, They discussed Ed Hutchinson for a minute. I think he was the new governor, not the old one. Anyway, they were at his... Because he was dying, they were at his bedside. And... Hester Prynne was there, so was the doctor, so was Chillingworth. She had made all his gloves. And they all could hear... They all heard him screaming... And something that I totally didn't understand was that Dimsdale had a mark over his heart. Which it was everybody like, saw. Right. And it was an A. I don't understand why he would have a mark on his heart. Because he's also an adulterer. But he put it there himself. So, see, yeah, it's not it clear. Was, it was brought about by his guilt and sin. Yeah. So, which is supernaturally. It was super, like a it was, stigmata it was, kind of thing. Yeah, it was, it was a supernatural kind of thing. God but some, people, was but like, some people were like, yeah, I didn't see that. Some people didn't see it. They're like, I just saw a crazy guy. Just this motherfucker yelling on a porch. <laughs> it's like he's hanging out in Queens. <laughs> Some guy yelling on a porch at night. I mean, here, here we just keep walking. It's whatever, man. <laughs> so you do you. Say, <laughs> like, all right, man. We are in Kew Gardens, right? We are in Queens right now. Yeah. No, we're in the actual neighborhood where the the thing that Kitty Genovese murder happened. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's a few. That's a, about a half a mile from here. I don't know what this is. Oh, some dumb bitch got killed. <laughs> Anyway, it led to a big psychological. Isn't that thing the uh, the old? Which uh, turned out to be a lot of horseshit, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for okay, a long so this time, is sorry, in it. Kew Gardens, Queens, which is not precisely where we are. Actually, we could be anywhere. No, but it's not here. We're we're on the other side of the highway. Um, 
so far. Well, in real estate terms, it is a big difference. I can't afford to live there. <laughs> but Only murders happen there. In like 1964-ish or something like that, this young woman, Kitty Genovese, was hanging out, walking around at night, and then some guy like rape murdered her. And then while she was screaming out for help, allegedly people were just like looking out their windows and like, that's terrible. Someone should be calling the police right now. And nobody did is the story. Turned out that's not really true at all. But it's a thing you read about when you take like psych 101 classes. They're like, look at this. Or like the mass crowd effect of things. Bystander Bystander effect. effect, That the more people there are watching, the least likely any particular person is to actually do anything about it. Because you just, in the theory, supposedly assume, oh, someone else will do that. Someone else will help that victim. Someone else will call 911. Yep. Turns out that was BS. But... So, um, oh, look at this. This just happened. <laughs> Speaking of genocide. <laughs> oh, man. This is one I've had a lot of. It's another New England IPA, and I'm trying to get these motherfuckers to let us go record our show there. This is, this one calls itself a Northeast IPA, but like, whatever. Same what thing. This is from Industrial Arts Brewing Company, and it is called Wrench. It is, I actually uh, had a keg of this at the soon-to-be-renamed Roseanne Bar. We didn't think of a better name. We got to work on something. But it was, um, normally I buy what's, what, there's three sizes of kegs you could purchase. There's like the full, so basically beer is, beer manufacturers measure their output in barrels, which a barrel is 33 gallons or something like that. Yeah, sounds right. And they sell it when it's in keg form in three different sizes. So you can get what you think of as a full-size keg is actually a half barrel. It's a 15 or 16 and a half. It's still a shitload of beer. It's a ton of beer. Especially for like an individual house. It's a 16 and a half Not gallon. Not Mike's thing. house, but most well, houses. That's a, <laughs> a shitload of that's beer. That's four days of beer. So there's, come, there's, a half, there's a half barrel keg, which is what we think of as the full keg. Then there's what they call a quarter barrel keg, which is often sometimes called a half keg, which is confusing, but it's half of, half the, of, a, half keg. of a regular half keg. Half of a keg, which is half of a barrel. Yeah, man. Yep. So third graders can do this kind of math. Uh, Halfsies. And, then, and that's like seven and three quarters of a, of a gallon. And then there's a sixtal, which is a sixth, and that's 5.5 gallons. Is that, is that like those little tiny Heineken kegs? No, that's still big. That's the size kegs I buy. Oh, so I usually shit. buy sixtals because that's still like 65 beers. You know? <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> that's a lot. You know, which is like a couple, you know, it's like two and a half cases of beer. So <clears throat> a 33 gallon, a full barrel would be. Like, no, a full barrel is 16 and a half. It's a full keg. A full keg would be 16 times 65 beers. No. No, it would be, it's like 175 beers or something like that. I thought a sixth was half of it's a half. It's a sixth of a full full barrel. A barrel is oh, 33. Oh, so it's the first sixth. one is half, the second one is half of that, but the sixth is just six of the full. Yeah. Okay. It's confusing. Um, so I normally buy that size because I'm like, eh, I could drink, I could certainly drink like 55 so to 60 beers. they went half, quarter, and instead of eighth, sixth. Which, yeah, so that's like a third of a keg then, isn't it? Okay. Anyway, so usually by that, but I bought a keg of this, and they're like, yeah, we can only get that in, uh, in the quarter size, so you have to have like almost eight gallons of this beer, and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> and then I bought that, and then uh, when I was buying it at the store, the guy was like, it looks like you're going to have a great party. I was like, what? No, this is, this <laughs> Just is for me. For me. <laughs> and um, I think I and poured they... one for a guest at one point, and I drank the entirety of that keg. This is. This I was is, hoping really by the nice. time we recorded I this, I was like... I even had any. No, I, like, I, we, were, we planned to re- read this, and I was like, oh, I got a beer that already works on tap. I finished that weeks ago. Like, didn't even come close to making it. It's, it's pretty fucking good. This is a really good beer. It's, I want to say lighter in flavor. It's very but, unfiltered. But it's very cloudy yeah. in color. This is what your pee is going to look like tomorrow. But no, it, there's definitely not enough red in this. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you mean scarlet. The scarlet pee. Chartreuse. <laughs> you just want to say fancy color names? Viridian. Mauve. Tickle me pink. <laughs> Taupe. <laughs> Are we playing this game? All right. Uh, Taupe sounds like like when you die of depression. 
<laughs> if you wear a lot of taupe, it's like, yeah, he's got, he's, dude, he's got taupe. It's like, oh, he's going to wither all of <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, This is my favorite New England IPA I've ever had, I must say. It's called Wrench. 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 Good luck, by the way, guys, trying to fucking tag this shit on Twitter, at least, because it's like written in leet. It's like industrial arts, but like the I is a one. And the A is a five or something stupid. Well, luckily, I played a lot of StarCraft as a child. We played a lot of Asian friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm good to go. This is delicious. I would speak. Because this is not... It's it's like dangerously drinkable. It's almost 7% alcohol. Jesus. So it's, what? It's om- yeah, right? That does not it taste tastes, super It strong. tastes v- not remotely that. It, it tastes to me like fucking like Orangina the beer. Yeah. And it's delicious. I could feel that, yeah. Like, super citrus. Anyway... This, this this is a good enough segue beer. Good segue. Anyway. This has to do with the part in the woods when she's being a cunt, apparently. Pearl is being a little bitch and refusing to just do what she's told. As children do. This is a bottle of Jopin? Jopin? I don't know how to pronounce that. It looks like, or is that an F? The fuck are you saying? Jopin? Jopin, yeah. Jopin beer. This one's a coastal ghost because when they're in the woods... Finally, on their own, even though you could easily get on your own because there's no one around in the old-timey days. And Hester and the the preacher are all like, let's sail away together and just do our thing and tell everyone we're a couple because that's back in the day when you could do that. People are like, okay, IDs aren't a thing. It's cool, man. He's like, come sail away. Come sail, come sail away, away with, with me. me. She's like, thank you. Don't worry, Gato. And then <laughs> Pearl, Pearl, Pearl hit them with sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Or as a devil child, she had to cross the river sticks. But she couldn't cross the river because she threw away the A. Yeah, she's a little fucker. Pearl fucking sucks. So they want to go to f- sail away and go to their own place. And so this beer works there, too. And uh, I'm looking forward to this. there's a coast. And also, where there's a coast, there are multiple geese. There's <laughs> a ghost. <laughs> a school of ghosts. <laughs> so this is uh, by Jopin. And it says uh, a whole bunch of fucking Dutch nonsense on here that I can't understand. It's like, oh, is it Dutch? It's probably like Jopin. Ghost Metzivir, Coriander Zod, and Kalich Zizout. That's not German. But I guess Coriander's in it. And it also says a collaboration with some other brewery I've never heard of. Product, oh, Product of the Netherlands, yeah. Coriander Seeds Seaweed is also included in this. Well, it's coastal. Seaweed. Yeah, I don't really get any seaweed out of this. And if I didn't read that, I would never have. Kind of tastes like a ghost, you know? It's kind of funky. This is closer to the that flurry of, like, sour, sour things. I don't think this is that bad. It's pretty mild. Ghosts are, are like sour beers? They're way more like pungent, I find. I mean, they're in the same umbrella. Same, same vibe. And it also has to do with the yeast that's used. And this has, like, you know, some funky yeast that produces lactic acid or it's something. got a lot of Z's out. That's a fun word. I kind of want to know what that is. I would guess seaweed. <laughs> Wouldn't sea-veer be seaweed? Mmm. Fuck. What's the third thing? Where's it? It says yeast. <laughs> on the, on the, in the English part. Celtish Z's out. I'm just going to pretend that's a thing. Nah, I'm not. Uh, yet again, I'm okay. not a fan of uh, ghosts. It's no hell on wood or wrench. The, the man, wrench, man, wrench is damn good. Or the yeah. other, the other one, the other. Oh, devil made me do it. Devil made me do it. Is that the th- is that the third one? That was the sour, the golden sour aged in bourbon. The third what was the third one. Yeah, that's what you like, the hell on wood. Hell on wood. Yeah. yeah, that's your that's your boy. That's my boy. So uh, they're gonna run away together, but they don't. They try to. They because try to. Roger Chillingworth. So they literally they so they get uh, 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 Hester and. What's in the chilling? Uh, Dimsdale? Hester and Dimsdale, they both uh, get births on a ship bound for England, but it's got a... No, not for England, but for Europe somewhere, I don't know. <clears throat> somewhere they're they a couple of days. Be happy. 
but they're a couple of days before they're going to leave. And just as they're about to leave, they find out that Roger Chillingworth, her husband, you know, secret husband, also bought a berth on the ship to go back to England. Dude is cock-blocking the fuck out of them. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, and then Cause he was, Roger you know, Chill Dick kind of was. But he kind of sucks, though. He is a douche. Because you could have been like, hey, I understand you thought I was dead and shit. I was gone for two years. And uh, you see, you know, if now in their life, if you're gone for like three weeks, like, that guy's gone now. Yeah. Back then, that was like two years is like he's, he's absolutely dead. When average lifespans were like 28. I've heard that that is a, uh, a myth based on the law of averages where infant... Because infant mortality infant was mortality crazy, was crazy. So people, if you live past 30, you live to be like 70 or 80. It was or, really, you know, if you live, if you live past 10, 70. you live, you live yeah. to be a grown But up. everyone died before they were one, so it pulled the average lifespan down. So, I mean, you still didn't live to be 100, but you lived to be 60 or 70. Well, there are some old fuckers going around. Mm-hmm. I mean, the governor was an old fucker. But their nutrition was so poor back well, then. They might not have lived to 80, but, you they know, didn't, they there didn't were plenty all die, of people they didn't hitting 60 years old. No. 60 was, 60 was fairly the norm, at yeah. least. There like, they, lived be, to be, they lived to be considered old. There would be a number of 60-year-olds around, but it would still not be not everyone. They didn't could need a lot of old folks' old. homes. No, they didn't. Well, but they also had a more violent world where you could just get fucking captured by savages. And also, murder. they hadn't discovered antibiotics yet, so it's like, oh, you got a cold. You're fucking dead. Colds aren't caused by bacteria. I know. I know. They're caused but by chilliness. Roger, <laughs> Roger Chilling's colds. dick. I mean, I fucking, I'm not a doctor, but they're called a cold, Jimmy. I think we know what causes them. Yeah, definitely. They went outside with wet hair. <laughs> with wet socks. <laughs> Who would go outside in wet socks? Why would you put on wet socks? No, your socks were wet, but when you came in, you didn't change them. Oh, is that what does it? That, that's what, that's what. Like, is that I've the heard. New Hampshire, uh, New Hampshire's life? Yeah, that's it. Snow people? Is that really the mm-hmm. thing? I've never heard of this. I've heard that, yeah. For here, us, it was if you go outside with wet hair. Yeah. Because hair. Yeah, if you like, take a shower, and you, and don't you go outside, your hair, your hair is wet. You're going to get a cold. I that mean, is the stupidest thing oh, I've but ever going heard. Oh, sorry. Going outside in Sock wet master. socks is oh, fucking that's reasonable. Also the stupidest thing Why I've would you wear... Only one can be stupidest. Why would you <laughs> wear wet socks? Yeah, like, how could you be like, like, how destitute and latchkeyish of a child you're like, <laughs> I got wet socks, but fuck it, I'm home. Well, Let's just even, let them air dry. You can't even fucking put on wet socks. They fucking that, stick. That must smell so fucking bad. <laughs> wet <laughs> socks just slowly drying your house. Fucking AIDS feet. You get trench foot. Smells like the Vietnam War on my boots. I thought trench foot was gonorrhea, but no, trench foot is actual when your feet are no, so I know, wet. I know. That's a joke. That's thinking of trench dick. <laughs> <laughs> also, a major killer of soldiers. Also, the the basis of this book, trench dick. <laughs> so uh, we have uh, three more beers, but there's also some more book. Three and more there's beers. A lot of stuff I want to talk about, about a, the book. Now we get well, to the let's, stupid plot. let's drink a beer, finish the book, and then discuss the book after the last two beers. Here's one more New England IPA. Oh, it's sprayed me in the eye, like, which is what Dimsdale really wished he did. Um, <laughs> this is from Sierra Nevada. And this is Hazy Little Thing IPA. It is another... I've never seen a Sierra Nevada that wasn't that standard issue can. Yeah, well, this is, this is the fancy one. Why do you have this? What, what does it have to do the book? Uh, it's little a, thing he, is per, it's it's a Pearl Hazy little IPA, thing. which is another name for a New England IPA. Oh, little Thing is Pearl. Oh, uh, it's also what uh, Hester called Dimsdale. Or maybe it's what she called Chillingworth, <laughs> and that's why she had to meet Dimsdale. <laughs> or it's a Hazy Little Thing called Love. There you go. So the, the, there's so in, many options. It works in so many ways. Because, you know, the uh, direct connection is what we really strive for here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another... Hazy, unfiltered IPA. It smells fucking lovely. Yeah, it's really nice. Really nice smell. Are you citrusy? Right? Is that what you call it? Yep, definitely. Are are is citrusy more of a New England IPA thing than other ones? Well, there are there so there are like different classes of hops, and the New England IPAs try to go for the ones that give you that like citrus flavor, whereas like old world hops used in like German style beers give you like an earthier flavor. 
Um, but it's not it's not like the the bitter thing you expect from IPA. You see IPA in a thing, and you're like, oh, that's gonna be a little bitter. But it's not it's not bitter at all. No. This one. I mean, there's a there is some in there, but it's balanced out. I had. We don't have it here, but I should tell you about this before I forget. Uh, I went to Three's Brewing. I've been there. We did we did one there. We did some of their beer. Didn't more than one, yeah. Did you have the, S- one the SFY? Up? No. It's fucking incredible. They're in a Brooklyn, like 333 something street. That's yeah, their address. It's one of the best beers I've ever had. And it's an IPA, technically. Is it, a, is it one of these kinds? I don't know what the fuck it was. It was, it was very cloudy. It's a very cloudy beer. So, um, Hazy Little Thing, it's a New England IPA. It's really nice. I still prefer, of the three we've had, Wrench is my favorite. This is my third favorite Wrench, of the three. Wrench was very Wrench is very good. good. The first one, what was that again? Boom Souse. That was also very good. They've all, the New England IPAs are, in general, I'm finding pretty pretty damn good. This one, the thing's going for it, it's way cheaper than those other ones. This so, one? Yeah. Like, Wrench, where I bought it, was like six bucks a can. Fuck. Bought many a can. I bought, that's why I bought the whole keg of it. I was like, let me, let me cut out the middleman. Yeah. And the Boom Sauce is like four for 20 bucks or something like that. This was like a six-pack for $12 or something. You know, like reasonable beer prices. Because it's yeah. Sierra Nevada, a much bigger company. Yeah. Mass production. I'll take it. It's good beer. No, yeah, it is. It is good. This is better than the normal Sierra Nevadas. Yeah, um, those are kind of. Eh. They're not bad. They're just kind of nothing fine. remarkable. I'm, I'm ambivalent towards them. These little things are really solid. Still voting for Wrench, my best New England IPA year so far. Yeah, we've got no. more. We do have two more, so we'll see. So um, let's finish the book. So then, uh, yeah, so he wumps out. And he's like, ah, and he shows everybody his uh, his his tit a, and then uh, and then dies. Yeah, and he, he just fucking dies. dies of shame. And what a like, bitch! Fuck, he must have been a sinner. But does anybody actually figure it out? Besides, I, th- I thought they were worth. Yeah, like, I think he admits it at the end. Yeah, I, I, I think, think he he's pretty explicitly like he's everyone oh, figures. I, it. I am the daddy because there was no Mori Povich around to do it for him. I am the father. Thou art <laughs> not the father. <laughs> Kimberly, dost that know, dost thou know who the father is? Nay. <laughs> let's discuss his book and finish his beers. Yeah. So. Um, what do you want to discuss about the book, Nathan? Well, well let's get to the very end. She fuck, Dimsdale fucking croaks, oh. and then Chillingworth, doesn't he fucking die too? He dies within the year. He's like, ugh, that was the only thing keeping my old dick <laughs> ass alive. I was and living then, out of spite. <laughs> and then leaves all of his property, which in, back in Europe, was which like was a shovel. a lot. No, it was a lot to, to, to Pearl. He leaves it to Pearl, and then she's like really wealthy. Yeah, and she's, she's got it going on. She's a fucking weird, weird devil baby. And then she has all the friends she wants, which are none. It's okay. Puritans don't need friends. I just like to send difference. And then Hester goes back there and lives there for a while. And then she like returns many years later, right? They she did they both disappear for a long time and then Hester returns on her own and she lives there until she dies. And then she gets buried next to the preacher. Mm-hmm. And her fucking scarlet letter ends up in the customs house. But she wears it the rest of her life. She doesn't stop wearing well, it. Oh. Which is she didn't have to, right? Because her yeah. sentence was either wear it or tell us who the fucking daddy is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Yeah, I'll just wear it. Because she really loved Dimsdale, I guess, right? Is that what you're supposed to believe? Maybe. I'm not really sure. She was into that. Priest Dick? Cl- no. Clergy cock? Priest Becker. Bishop balls. <laughs> Just the balls. Actually, Preacher Pecker works a little bit better. That's true, yeah. You're right. So, okay, so this is a big question of this book. Because this will be filed under the books you probably read in high school tag on our website, drunkestbookclub.com. Why the fuck do they make every fucking high school student in America read this book? Well, I didn't. Well, but and you were in I New England. Like, yeah, I, I feel know. like we did. Didn't we did read it in high school. I, don't, I, mean, I, remember, I, vague, I remember the plot enough. I, I knew I, I read it, but I don't remember like the finer points. I remember, I remember reading in high school and thinking this is the... I mean, I didn't really read it all. My sparks noted my way through that shit. It's just a fucking boring read. I, As a high school student it was, and as a shitty reader in high school, I thought this was the biggest pile of shit ever. And I didn't read it, but I also probably wouldn't have read anything. Like Unless there was a book that was like titties and titties. 
<laughs> the Reckoning. Like, I really wouldn't have read anything. Electric in Boogaloo. <laughs> they put out, and he's like, here, read this book. Electric Boogaloo. It's about fucking hot chicks. I'm like, that's stupid. And I wouldn't have read it. You know, this is a book about all the things you like. And I'm like, guitar and masturbating. I'm like, yeah, sounds derivative. Like, I wouldn't have fucking read it, probably. I know these things. <laughs> what do you t- teach me something, man? <laughs> but I read it as an adult for the, I, mean, I guess, really the first time when I was like 26 or something like that. I loved this book. It was like wrapped. Maybe because I really appreciate the language I for some reason. I did not. I really, I was in a phase where I really liked the I, 19th century writing. I hated the writing. I like learning words. Like that overly. That's part of it. It's just like, it, it, I don't know. It just seems fucking overly, overly verbose. Every sentence, which is like, how can I say this in the most elaborate way possible? So I'm wondering why that is. I like, was I, thankful that it was, because, you know, we had just done Moby Dick pretty recently, whereas that's 800 pages yeah. of that bullshit. Yeah. And this is so, only really, especially if you skip that first it was, intro it was, chapter. It was a similar vibe. Then it's so short. Then you're really talking like less than 200 pages. That made it manageable, though I still agree I didn't love it. Just the, st- the style is not what I'm into. I don't know. I, I just, maybe I was just in the right frame of mind to really dig just that language. That's too much time talking about. It's just, it's, I mean, it's weird because I, I love Cormac McCarthy, which is just... Was the direct opposite of this? Well, I mean, in, in some ways, it was like overly verbose descriptions of things that don't necessarily—they're not plot points. They're just like let's spend a page or two describing weird shit. But I don't—I don't know. It's—it's it's a similar its a similar end result. But I just the the, the language used is just not my thing. I there is a definite shortage of plot in this book. I mean, the plot—the plot, the plot is about twenty-five pages. Yeah, it just—it goes on for way too long without stuff really happening. There's way and too much focus on, like, just jabbering. It's just jabbering about, like, everything under the fucking sun, like, how they're feeling, and which makes some amount of sense. But, like, you know, every, every fucking thing that happens needs another four chapters of descriptions in just the biggest words he knew. Could it be that's, like, essentially what fantasy writers call world building, though? Like, he's really creating that he's world? He's not creating a world. Well, he's, like, recreating the world, right? I mean, he's not, like, I mean, it's because, it, because it, was really, it was a real thing. Yeah, but like even when he was writing, and certainly now, people are not in touch with that and don't really. And, and we kind of think of those individuals who lived at this time, like the witch trial people and the pilgrims and all that bullshit, as these historical one dimensional figures or two dimensional figures. Like there's really nothing to them. It's like they just prayed. They hated fun. They banned dancing I in their mean, town. I, like it was I, footloose. I, like I, mean, we just I, don't I get, give them I, I get any humanity, it, but they it were seem people. More, but I don't know. Maybe it's just. Maybe part of it is just that you know, in the 1850s, you wrote this is like reading a book like this was like okay, that's all you had to do. But those people, like the, the thing, but going back to that, those people the, of if Salem or Boston in the 1640s, they are way closer to us than the people of like Egypt or Rome, and we think of them as like interesting individuals and had interesting, colorful lives, and like the Puritans well, that, are so that's, simplified in what we learn about. I mean, them. that's the you know, like the the allure of the different. But this is extremely different. I mean, but it's not. In, in some ways, it's different, but in some ways, it's you know the the puritanical foundations of America. Like we grew up with this shit. Like oh, they just believed in you know all these kind of crazy gods and they did all this shit and they made mummies. Like oh, that's cool. But puritans are like they weren't allowed to have fun, which is extremely different than what we do. <laughs> which, if you think about it, is yeah, really but crazy. it doesn't make good fucking reading. Maybe, but maybe it's also just like a like a curiosity piece kind of thing. I read the book slowly and carefully, which is not usually what I'm trying to do because I'm just trying to get through like a lot of books. And I, but I read this one slowly and carefully, and I was like, thank God it's not very long. Yeah. And I, I tried to get into the language, and I tried to just accept it as this is the way people wrote back then. This is just, and 
I was also questioning myself, like, did people really speak like this? No. Everyone sounded like uptight Fraser. Couldn't possibly be just like this, though probably closer than to what we sound today, you know. But, um. Oh, God, it's just just on me. This is one more beer, and it is called uh, Built for This. Yeah, I poured a lot of foam there. This is uh, Bronx Brewery's chance to redeem itself for the salad beer. <laughs> this is their Northeast India IPA. Uh, this is their Northeast India Pale Ale. It's a Niepa. A Niepa. <laughs> Sounds Spanish. A cloudy, juicy IPA it's with very, lots of tropical right. fruit flavor. It's the Bronx. 7% alcohol, so it's a pretty big IPA. Borderline uh, Imperial. Another New england It's kind more of, of a Ducal IPA. <laughs> Viceroy IPA. <laughs> Um, built for this is part of their up and comer series. So, you know, Dimsdale up and comes into like Hester up, Prince. Much so. like Dimsdale, yeah. Upper comer. So I have, yeah. So I have a theory as to why I think people read this book. Let's talk about this first. It's a little lighter than the other ones. Mm-hmm. A little, yeah. uh, it's definitely better than their fucking basil beer. Well, I mean, they could have put straight dog shit into the can. And I'm like, yeah, I feel, like, that, I feel like dog shit would be worse than the basil beer. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this, one's, this one's fine. It's fine. The basil beer actually wasn't bad. It just wasn't. It Anything I want ever. It wasn't right. Yeah. It was an abomination. <laughs> like Pearl. A fucking little sin devil. So here's my theory as to why they make kids read this. One, they want kids to learn vocabulary words. Do they read this outside of the new of the Northeast? I think this is a pretty standard high school or college like, text. I can understand it being like, you know, even New York is not part of New England, but like it's in the cusp. Like it's kind of a thing, like a regional thing. But do other high school students around the country read this? I don't know. I don't know. But I, think I grew cool. up in New England, and I did not have to read this. But you grew up in a one-room schoolhouse. You, yeah, you grew <laughs> up in a state without government. You don't have any standards. Kind of true. Yeah. Libertarian ideals. You had, to read, you had to read Atlas Shrugged and tell us why it had to relate to math and what addition is. <laughs> we did not, actually. Only one of us here has actually read Atlas Shrugged. The rest of us react the same way to it. Yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have to take 1,100 pages to tell me that. Could have been the next sentence. Trains are cool. Be selfish. <laughs> uh, so I think a couple of things. One, great vocabulary for kids that they'll like seep into their head. And I remember after reading this, there were a bunch of words that I had to look up. I was like, that's a good word. I should use that sometimes. This was definitely a Kindle book. So oh, yeah. It was great, great on the Kindle. Anyway, for sure. Great on the Kindle. I was like, look at all these archaic words no one uses anymore. But could it be too advanced for most it, high schoolers? It definitely is. So the other thing, though... If you're trying though, to get kids to read, this is not the one. Well, that's the thing that high school teachers don't seem to think about. But the thing that is actually quite good for high school students, if you can get past the language part of it, is how simple the plot is and how heavy-handed the symbolism is. So, mm-hmm. like, the scarlet letter, the title, is the biggest symbol in the book, and Pearl is a fucking symbol of the symbol, right? So symbolism is really blatant in the book. Yeah, I know, right? Symbol squared? As I, or as I wrote when I had to write about this in fucking junior year of high school, I said, she's a mega symbol. And I got a check plus on that homework. A whole check plus? Yeah, thanks, Miss Chung. So it was... Uh, high school. Yeah, high school. Oh, Chung, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't do as well in Chung. Uh, this is like the only whole assignment I fucking did, but I wrote, she's a mega symbol because I didn't read it and I just made shit up based on Spark Notes. You made like, up the phrase mega symbol. She's got an A right there. But uh, it's like, if you're trying to learn how to read a book and understand symbolism, this is a really good thing in many ways for that because it's so simple. There's only like three it's important like, characters. Uh, what, it's like Lord of the Flies? Sure, yeah. It's like learning how to read. And then like... But with more words. Like, Dimsdale is so sick because, like, you know, psychosomatically ill because of his guilt. He's got like, agita. He's got much worse than agita. <laughs> he's got fucking the worst agita you've ever seen. And then, like, also, we didn't, like, he likes, there's, like, a comet they see, right? Or he, when, um... Mm, yeah, I think you're right. Right? Like, there's all these, like, very big gestures. And Chillingworth, he's cold. He's mean. His name has chill in it. Like, it's and he really didn't, And he didn't Roger anyone. And he wasn't worth shit. 
but it's very, very heavy-handed. So when you want kids to look at these things, like when you're 17 or 16 and you don't read it, like if you could, it's almost like there should be an easy language version of this book because then they could pick up all those things if the words weren't so hard. You know what I mean? And so boring. Well, I mean, I don't know. If once you get, once I got into it, I really liked it. But the other thing that's also why schools probably use it a lot is because they're always looking like it's, it's about. It's not that long. It's about. It's short. That's true. Actually, I didn't think about that. But it's also about the United States at this like mm-hmm. particular time. Like, oh, they'll you know this will reinforce what I mean, they're they, doing they, in their they, other classes. They they're learning this history almost the same time. Usually or they just had learned. Or they're just going to, right? Depending on how you arrange it. So that's why I think they make kids read this shit. Is it a good reason to make kids read it? Uh, it's a good intention. I mean, also, it's relatively short. And it's a famous book. It's a, one of those things, like, if you know this story, like, you will occasionally see references made to it. Right? It's, there was, it's very well known. Like, well, there was a fucking what was it, Emma Stone movie where they made the same thing. Oh, like a modern... Yeah, well, which is like a high was, school. You know, was, actually, that movie was pretty good. I like that movie. Like they based it at least in part off of this, right? So it's a part of the um, the the vernacular or whatever. Easy A, yes. Easy A, yeah, yeah. Another question we could totally ask is: Dimsdale a bitch? Dimsdale is a hundred percent a bitch. Biggest yeah, bitch totally. in the colony. Yeah. Next question. And there's he, there's really no debating the other side of it. Dimsdale's a bitch. Yeah, because oh, maybe he like clawed an A into his tit, but he's a bitch because he. Went let there, this just fucking rot for like seven years of guilt and shame. But he watched his fucking baby mama sit there on the scaffold with their love child. And, and he then live in a cottage by the her. sea. But he was like, who is the father? Tell us. And it was him. And he could have said it at any time because he wanted to protect his job. It lasted forever. It was like seven years of being like, I'm just really sad that I fucked that lady once. And there are only 12 people in the whole town. I mean, I feel like there's more than 12. But not much so, more than 20. It, is, <laughs> it was it's not a high number. 17. More than 12, but it is still not a high number. It not was a lot a of guests. They all know each other. It, I mean, Biblically. It, it, I mean, it was definitely a city in terms of it was, it was a colony. the new world. You know, but was we're like, still talking like, like a few hundred Because there was one roof. Right, yeah. Maybe, we're talking maybe like, like 200 like, people. If there Tops. were a thousand people, it was a metropolis. There's no way there's a thousand. So. Yeah. yeah. It's probably smaller than that. It was... He's a bitch. Do you think... Do you, Tim's a bitch. No, absolutely. Yeah. Tim's a bitch. He died of being a bitch. He died of bitch-itis. Don't we have <laughs> one more beer? We do actually have one more beer. Do it. This is the one I brought. Yeah. What's it called Eight again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When do we record this? Nobody knows. This is from McKellar, San Diego, and it is called uh, Windy Hill, and it is a New England IPA. Also, there's a lot of hills and wind in this book. It's never said, but it's implied. They never talk Before. about the calm, you know, plateaus. <laughs> so so therefore, assume. there's windy hills. So we had this when we went to the McKellar opening, opening day, day yeah. uh, and uh, the lines were so outrageously long that we just bought beer to go at the fridge and just drank it at the tables. And then we were able to finagle that until them letting us record our podcast there. Yeah. Twice. Totally. Yeah, yeah we yeah. have another episode coming out soon. And didn't he say we could come back? Yeah, we got to just think of a book that makes sense or just fucking just go. Just, like, just do whatever book. We don't need to rationalize anything. We don't. Yeah. I, mean, I don't need to read any more baseball books ever. I don't think there are any more besides those ones for kids that are like, double play. You know, like <laughs> The Hardy Boys discover baseball, shoved its balls into his boxcar. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this beer? It's a good beer. It's another, ah, it's another new, it's another new IPA, IPA, but it's, it's also it's very nice. Good. It's nice. I, 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 as before today, mm. I didn't really understand the differences really genre-wise of these beers, but 
they're much better than regular IPAs. For uh, me, at least. I have actually kind of been converted myself. But maybe just because I'm fatigued with regular IPAs. You're tired of getting just fucking hot <clears throat> facials all the time? I like the hot flavor. Um, just the bitterness I mean, the flavor, is not the, the part that yeah, draws you in. The flavor is good. It's just like, well, how bitter can we make it? Eat a dick, fuck well, you. Well, I think the thinking was you have to balance it out. Because that's how tradition... Because like, IPA kind of grew out of a traditional beer recipes, which are always kind of balanced to some extent. They had hops. But like... The hops were added in a little bit in the beginning, a little bit at the end, and you know, so you get some bitterness, you get some flavor. This is more like a thing that you can just have and but, not be like. <laughs> but the thing was like the way commercial IPA developed in America is like let's just add more hops in every step of the way, and so you get way more hop flavor, but you get way more bitterness too. Whereas the New England IPA, they're like, how about we just not do the first part and we just do it all over here? That's I'm okay with that. I am too, actually. I I'm really like with that plan. And you know, it's interesting. I said before that the the Ur New England IPA was was a. Uh, the Alchemist ones, Nate and I had those before we had you here because they were expensive beers. We didn't want you there for that. They were the, oh, the cheap shit. They were kind of just, compared to these even, pretty mm-hmm. mild. They were kind of like regular IPAs. Yeah. More than this is. They were, way, they were somewhere in between. Distinctive. They were like the missing link between, between these evolutionary branches. I mean, I'm not Diver- they're divergent tracks of I didn't, read, I didn't read divergent. I think they were more allegiant. That's the next book in that I series. I don't remember the last one. Did you actually read those? I saw the shitty movies. Oh, I'm so sorry. So they I, were fine. <laughs> is yes. there a movie of the Scarlet Letter? Oh, yeah. I can guarantee sure. there is. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the adult version. No, there's definitely a movie. I, I know it exists. I've never seen it, but it's 100% there's a movie. Scarlet Letter, 1995, Demi Moore. There oh, you go. Robert well, that's, Duvall. That's a hot. Gary Oldman? Wow. He must have been chilling. Who, oh, he could have been in Dimsdale. I don't know. I never saw it. Demi Moore in 95 was like still really That was striptease level. Yeah, it was striptease. Actually, so definitely. Uh, it was hot yeah. Demi Moore. Um, Gary Oldman went to Dimsdale and Robert Duvall was Chillingworth. Well, yeah. They kind of imply that Chillingworth's an old fuck. Yeah, he was. In, he like bought her. I think that's, I mean, that's probably why the book is taught though, right? It has like all these ingredients that you want kids to develop as readers. Like, oh, symbolism. Oh, see how Pearl's being a little dick and she's the dressed in red like the letter and whenever she goes in the sunlight and the mom comes over the sunlight moves like a cloud blocks it out oh yeah, what does that say god hates this child well no god was actually being mean to hester in that scene she's like you should have coat hangered this kid <laughs> <laughs> didn't have coat hangers those are very very flamboyant for those times you should have leached this child <laughs> you should have just let yourself get captured by the indians <laughs> or just named dimsdale the bitch dimsdale so those are uh, I can't imagine Gary Oldman is a romantic lead. But he's not really a romantic lead. He's like a bitch lead. Yeah. He's kind of like, oh. I guess. I guess. I mean, I've seen Gary Oldman do wrong, so. I mean, the movie, the, the romance part of the movie is pretty minimal. Right? It happens oh, yeah. off camera. And yeah, the rest just of the, the idea that anyone would fuck Gary Oldman in a movie. It's never, it's never a part of it. <laughs> but they had sex Why at some point. Why would they cast Demi Moore then? She was because it was the mid-90s. She was big yeah, well, then. And, and it was like, who's this hot Puritan? Demi Moore. Yeah, who's this hot like, Greek-looking woman? If you look at like the, the movie poster title, it totally looks like, you know... Striptease yeah. as a pilgrim. Yeah, kind of. That sounds hot. I can't even see which, that computer from here, but which, I bet it's I mean, really nice. That, is, that that's does pretty not risque. happen that's, in the book. That's I mean, the problem. A for anal. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I could see why they want kids to read this, but I feel like this should really be saved for like college level. I think, I think they do it because it's short and because you can make kids But that's read like it. such a terrible reason to read a book. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're not going to make kids read it because of that. Well, it's so you're, are you suggesting that teachers are stupid people? I think it's a matter of they've been doing it, so therefore they will keep doing it, whether or not it works. Oh, they already bought the books, right? No. Yeah. And it's also one of those like, on rites Kindle of passage kind of things. Like, yeah, I remember reading that there's book. There's no reason for kids to read this book at all. It, I, think it's a, I do actually think it's a good book and worth reading because it is for... I really liked it. It's not very long. It's I, interesting. I did not. But that's me. I, it, you know what? If the if the writing style was different, I probably would have liked it more. I just I couldn't stand all the fucking bullshit. 
I like that bullshit, though. I like that verbosity. I like that overly descriptive stuff sometimes. Sometimes I'm in the mood for that. Maybe I just happen to pick this up at the right time, you know? I'm never in the mood for that. It was just too slow for me. But you don't like this kind of book ever. No, it's really just not my kind of thing. So. Knocked Up Puritans right. is not your genre? Apparently. Well, it's, not gonna, it's really going to hold you back, dude. I've disliked every book I've ever read in this genre. That's fair. What other books are there? Oh, yeah. I was okay. like, what are the other? But yeah, no, okay. That's fair. Well, I guess I'm just different. So tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at DrunkGuysBC. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at DrunkGuysBookClub. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.